0: Good morning, listeners. Today, I continue our discussion on the topic Freedom in Christ by answering the following question. How does a person live free from slavery to sin? One of the sad realities of the history of the black man is that though slavery was finally abolished by law in the 1800s, the former slaves were never taught how to live as freed men and women. They were not given the resources, nor were their minds re-educated or reconditioned to think as freed people. As a result, many black people, even to this day, still live in the mental bondage of inferiority and impotence. Fortunately, for those who have been liberated from slavery to sin by Jesus, their minds have been liberated and they have been given the resources to live as free. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, we are told that those who have been set free from sin now have the mind of Christ. As such, we can understand what God has freely given to us. God's will is revealed to us by his Spirit who lives in us. Since believers have been liberated in their minds, they no longer see themselves as sinners, but as holy ones or saints for this is how the Bible describes us. They realize that in the past they were dead in sin, but now they are alive in Christ. They have come to understand that they are now new beings. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Though the believer has been given a new mind so that they now have the ability to think in ways that pleases God. There is a possibility for some Christians to lapse into the old way of thinking. This is why we are commanded, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This ought to be a daily process, because the enemy of our souls, the devil, will continue to try to deceive us with lies so that we forget who we are in Christ and that we are free from the bondage of sin. In order to counteract the lies and deception of the devil, we need to arm ourselves with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of truth. The devil will intensify his attack on the believer's mind when they are at their lowest. This is usually when they have sinned. The devil will come with thoughts such as, you are worthless, you are a poor excuse for a Christian, or God will never forgive you. Of course, none of these statements are true, but when a believer is down, he will believe them to be true. In instances like these, a believer is to resist the devil with the truth, and he will flee. So if a believer sins, he should declare the truth of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. In order to live us free from sin, we also need to know the resources God has provided for us. Jesus declared in John chapter 8, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. First, we must know the power that we have in Christ. The first resource God has made available to us is his power. In order to live free from sin, we need to know and utilize the power we have been given to resist sin. The Apostle Paul, in Titus chapter 2, tells us, For the grace of God has appeared to all men. He teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passion and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Every Christian has been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Before Jesus left the earth, he promised his disciples that he would ask the Father to give us another advocate to help us and be with us forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But we know him, for he lives in us and is in us. This is the power that enables us to live self-control and godly lives in this present age. Believers are in a spiritual fight where our enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil, are constantly trying to cause us to live as if we were still slaves to sin. In order to walk in victory over sin, Paul commands us in Galatians to daily surrender our lives to the control of God's Holy Spirit so that we can experience constant victory over sin. The second resource God has made available to us is his promises. In order to live free, we also need to know the promises of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 says, Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Peter, in 2 Peter chapter 4, tells us, Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. The third resource God has provided for us is the position of being a child of God. Galatians 4 verse 7 tells us, So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And since you are a child, God has made you also an heir. According to John chapter 1, those who have received the gift of pardon from sin offered by Jesus are given the right to become children of God. Children born not in the natural way, but born of God. Therefore, as God's child, we have a permanent place in his household and are safe, accepted, and significant. Therefore, we need to know and be confident in the position we have in Jesus as a child of God and a co-heir with him who will share in his glory when it is revealed. Since we have been set free from sin by Jesus and now have the mind of Christ, Let us transform our minds daily. We do this as we daily feed on his word to remind ourselves of the power of his Holy Spirit, the promises and the position we have as God's child. Let us also keep in step with the Holy Spirit daily so that we can experience the power to overcome sin and walk confidently in the freedom we have in Christ. See you next week when we will discuss the origin of sin and the remedy of God for sin.